Praise the Lord. Praise God. You are all welcome uh, to this uh, Tuesday evening. We have been talking about obedience for the married woman. We have been seeing that why God required that the married woman obeys her husband was because the whole universe is put in, in such a way that there is order. The God himself is above Christ and Christ is above the man and the man is above the woman. So the wife is to obey her husband. We saw also that this is for her own protection because in the Garden of Eden, why Eve ate of the forbidden fruit was because she did not even consult with her husband. If she had done so, probably the husband would have been in a better position to direct her. But since she came out from under the authority of her husband, she ate of the forbidden fruit. We also saw that the woman, why she should submit to the man is because she's easily deceived. We saw how in Jeremiah, these ladies influenced their husbands to go into idolatry. Today we wanted to see uh, how Sarah, Abraham's wife, uh, because she was barren, she really convinced her husband to get another wife, Hagar. And when Abraham obeyed her, we find they bring forth this child, Ishmael, who really becomes a very big problem, not only in the family, but the problem up to now is there between the Jews and the Arabs. There has been that continual hatred between these two. In Genesis chapter 27, we find the story of Rebekah. Rebekah tricked her husband Isaac to, in his old age, to bless her favorite son Jacob against his desire of blessing Esau, the firstborn. Now, dear madam, how submissive are you to your husband? How obedient are you to him? How about your boss at the place of work? When you look into your life, is there that tendency to come out from under the authority that you have been given? Do you feel that when you obey them, you are being oppressed, you are being trodden down upon? May God help you to understand that God, our Creator, Himself required that we submit to our husbands. Jacob received the blessing from Isaac when it was meant to be Esau. 
look at the sad family relationship which was created by father and mother choosing favorites and causing jealousy among their own children. The problems that followed could have been avoided because God himself had said before the children were born, he said, Jacob, have I loved? And Esau, have I loved less? If this lady had left it into the hands of God, he would have himself found a way of blessing Jacob over Esau. But she participated in tricking her husband, and she ended up losing this son because she died without Jacob coming back home. In Exodus chapter 4, verses 25 to 26, we find another woman named, named Zipporah. I am not reading the scriptures for the sake of time. She said to her husband, Surely a blood husband thou art to me. This is a woman speaking. For a lady to speak such in the face of her husband is a lack of submission and a lack of respect on her part. How do you address your husband, ma'am? How do you speak to him? Not only in private, but even much more in public. How can you say to your husband, a blood husband thou art to me? What a language. If a lady chooses to disobey her husband, she is not only disobeying her husband, she is actually disobeying God. When a lady submits to her husband, obeys her husband, she is obeying God. Christ said, He that despises me despises him that sent me. When you despise your husband, when you look down upon that authority, you are looking down upon him that gave him that position in your life, and that is God himself. And that is not very good on your part, ma'am. You cannot say you love, your, you love God and you fear God. You cannot say you're a Christian and you're so rebellious and you're so stubborn and you're so unruly and you're so abusive and you really speak like Zipporah spoke to the husband. Surely, are you a Christian? Are you converted? I question the kind of salvation that you have. Did you receive the Holy Ghost? How come that your behavior is so contrary to what the Bible teaches us? Don't you know that all of us are meant to submit to somebody? I told you that Christ himself submits to God. The man must submit to Christ. Every one of us is under authority. The woman is meant to submit to the man. 
if you uh, feel that uh, maybe he's, he doesn't deserve your respect, he's not the type of man you'd respect, remember, God himself will require that of you. In Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 to 3, the scripture says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with the promise, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayst live long on the earth. When the Bible requires children to obey the parents, it's not because the parents are always right, but that it is right to obey them. The scripture does not say, obey your parents if they pay your school fees. The scripture does not say, obey your father if he is not a drunkard. The scripture does not tell the child to obey the mother if she is not a harlot. The scripture says, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. There is no excuse for any child to disobey, to disobey his parents. Whether what they are telling him to do is right or wrong, if he has not reached the age of accountability, that child is to submit to obey the parents and leave the results to God. They are accountable to God for the way they treat their children. If a parent is abusive to the child, he is going to, to, be, uh, to be held accountable before God. But the child does not use that to disobey or to rebel against them. That is not right. So, mom, in the same breath, you don't obey your husband because he's always right. You don't obey your husband because he's a Christian or he's not a Christian. Whether he's a Christian or not a Christian is a God-given command for you and me to obey and submit to them, except when he's telling you to do something contrary to what the Bible teaches, because then you are under a higher law than the law of your husband. So, may God help us to understand these things. Obedience, in the case of the children to the parents, it carries be the benefit of long life and God's blessings. This child that is obedient in the home uh, is going to live long, is going to come under God's blessings. This rebellious child is not going to live long. He will get in trouble everywhere he goes. He will end up in prison. He will end up, I mean, leading a riotous group. And you and I know 
that such ring leaders, they don't live long. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 to 24, the Bible says, Wives, ob uh, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Look at that. Submit to that man as though you were submitting to Christ himself. What a level. Would you have spoken abusively to Jesus Christ? It's unthinkable. Would you have disobeyed Christ on the face? You can't imagine it. But you do it to your husband. That's very sad. We are to obey them as though we were obeying Christ himself. We saw earlier on how Sarah obeyed her husband Abraham, calling him Lord. Not because Abraham was faultless, because if you're a Bible student, you know that when Abraham was going into Egypt, he told Sarah to tell them a lie. He said, the Egyptians are going to kill me because of you, since you are so beautiful. And indeed, when they reached in Egypt, the king cast his eyes upon her. But do you know Sarah told them what exactly Abraham told her, although that would endanger her? But see how God himself came in and protected Sarah because she was an obedient and submissive child of God. You only need to, to read about her in First in Peter chapter 3, and you will find that she had a meek and quiet spirit. What a lady. What a position. What, what, what a, an ideal person to pattern after. Many times we disobey our husbands, and yet we say we love God, and we obey his commandments, and that is ridiculous. In verse 23, the Bible says, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church and is the savior of the body. That man that you are despising, my sister, is the one that is representing Christ in your life. Just as Christ is the savior, of the church, your husband is your savior. Think about it. In verse 24, therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, as the church obeys Jesus Christ, as the church submits to Jesus Christ, as the church reverences Jesus Christ, so ought the woman to the husband. So let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. I don't know whether this is also in your Bible. In everything. Think about it. My mom, you and I have one thing to do, and that is to obey the word of God, and we shall have peace. Obey the word of God and you will have peace. Do you have peace in your home? 
Are you happy way down in your heart? Are you grateful to God for the type of husband that God gave you? Are you really a settled lady? Or you are all the time wishing you married somebody else? The reason for that is probably your attitude. The way you look at him. You cannot expect to have peace in the home when you are down looking upon the authority of your husband. When he wants to correct the child, you are there, you know, defending the child even in the wrong. When he suggests this, do this and that, for you, you have a different opinion. Whatever he brings, you have something contrary to say. How can you have peace? No wonder you are a troubled lady. But the Bible says, peace I give unto you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. Give I unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled. We, as children of God, ought to be peaceful, even in a troubled world that we live in. Because the Christ that we have embraced is the source of peace in our lives. Just do the commandments of the Lord and you will have peace. God will fight your battles. If you want God to fight your battles, put down your tools, ma'am. You cannot make a wrong decision and expect God to stand with you. Some decisions are hard to make, but if they are right, make them and God will stand with you. Don't make a wrong decision and expect God to stand with you. Don't make a wrong decision and you decide to walk out of your house and expect God to bless you where you are going. No, don't walk out of that home because you think you married the wrong person. Think about what I have been talking. See where you yourself you have fallen short. Are you able to calm down? Are you able to repent? Are you willing to put things right? Probably you could experience the peace that other children of God are experiencing in your own home. If you are thinking of tearing up the home, I say, think twice. It's not the best solution. You are going to create more problems than you think you are solving. May God help you, ma'am. May God touch your heart. I say, may God open your eyes, open your understanding, touch your perceptive ability, give you a quickening, give you a touch from the Spirit of God. May God help you. Are you a child of God? Listen to me. Please, do not walk out of that home. Think twice. How is it because you have done everything right? If there is something that you yourself feels you have not done right, then do not walk away. Don't be too big to say sorry. Don't be too proud to say sorry. You will walk away from this home and you will find a worse person than you left and you will be too embarrassed to come back. You will walk away from this home and put your children in such a hopeless state that they end up, you know, wasted children. 
and in your old age you will have nobody to turn to so this submission this obedience we are talking about is a very very important thing for you to understand for you to do it is for your own good you will save your family you will save your children you will save your own soul i have seen many ladies that have torn up their homes just because they can't obey just because they can't submit there's something in them that think that when you obey then you are inferior when you obey then you are subservient then you are a doormat no not at all not so a child of god that is striving to obey the word of god there's nothing like that god in heaven is watching god will reward us according to our labor if you and you if you stand right there and trust god he is able to change circumstances around you he is able for your sake to touch that man do you know that the scripture says that the heart of the king is in the hands of the lord and with so ever he willeth he can turn it do you know that god can change your husband do the right thing and leave the rest to god god is able may god have mercy god cannot immortalize rebellion forget all about being in the kingdom of god if you can't submit to anybody if iniquity shall not rise up the second time you cannot be in the kingdom of god with that spirit somehow you will not be there you will keep in the grave for 1000 years and come forth in the final resurrection just to find out you missed it and missed it all so what will somebody give for the salvation of their own soul wouldn't you rather submit and be in the kingdom of god than lose the kingdom for the sake of not being being willing to submit do you think you will lose much when you obey think about these words and may god give you an understanding heart come with me to acts chapter 5 and verses 33 to 39 uh, you can read from 33 but let's go right to between a minute to 38 to 39 gamaliel gave counsel when the high priests and the sadducees were determined to put to death the apostles he said Now I say unto you refrain from these men and let them alone for if this counsel is of of men it will come to naught but if but if it be of God ye cannot overthrow it lest haply ye be found even to fight against God my advice to my fellow ladies who find it very hard to believe that a wife should obey her husband is that take time and find out whether this commandment was initiated by man or by god 
Was it your husband that came up with this? Or was it God himself that put it in place? And if so, you cannot overthrow that that God has established. Instead, you'd be fighting against God. And you rest assured, you can't fight against God and really prosper. You will be fighting a losing battle. As you walk out of that home, that gentleman is going to, have to find somebody else. And if he finds somebody else who submits, you will look back and wish you had stayed. How many ladies have gone and finally come back to a home where there is now somebody else and their place has been taken away? then they cannot fit anywhere. This is for the sake of my children. No, you should have thought, thought about it before you left. If it is a man that put that law in place, then it's okay. You can disobey him. But if a man is just using that, to oppress you, God will hold him accountable. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Don't take it upon yourself to fight. I know people that have been mistreated. I understand that very well. But why they have done that is because they are ungodly. My encouragement do your part and remain focused on God and God will fight your battles. I believe it, have seen it, and I know it works. The Bible says our God does not slumber or sleep. God watches everything that goes on and he's concerned about you and the very hairs of your head are numbered. If you commit your ways unto the Lord, the Lord will sustain you. The Lord will fight your battles. The Lord is interested in saving you and saving your family. Be a true example to your family. In Titus chapter 2 and verses 4 to 5, the Bible says the aged women teach the young women to be sober to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, to be chaste, keep us at home good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. May God have mercy on us to know what we ought to do. Uh, when you read that portion in the Living Bible, it says, these older women must train the younger women to live quietly, to love their husbands and their children, and to be sensible and clean-minded, spending their time in their own homes, being kind, obedient to their husbands, so that the Christian faith can't be spoken against by those who know them. I would to God that we all go through our Bibles and read these things and ponder 
God will give us the understanding. Disobedient wives blaspheme the word of God. Insubordination is as great a sin as cursing God. Think about it. We are not to be uh, rebellious, stubborn, insubordinate. That does not give God the glory. It just blasphemes the name of the Lord. The Bible says, the name of the Lord is blasphemed among the heathen because of you. When people look at you, those who know you, do they glorify God? Do they, would they want to come to the church that you go to? Would they follow you to your church? If they want, then you have not represented Jesus Christ right. We ought to be ambassadors of Jesus Christ. We are not living in a devil-free environment. The devil is busy working. Christ said, in the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. May the Lord bless you. See you next Tuesday.